is one that I used to take all the time whenever I was feeling like I was overdoing it on the carbs. And then I got away from it for a while and then this research just brought it front of mind again. It's totally normal to have a first aid kit laying around for some kind of surface injury, but how come it's weird to have a first aid kit for your metabolic injuries or like when you mess up metabolically, like go and have a cheat meal, right? So this video is about having some things on hand that can be very beneficial if you slip up, if you have a cheat meal, or even if it's planned. How often does someone invite you to go out to dinner and you're just unprepared and you don't want to have it have just a negative impact on your overall diet? Well, that's exactly where these three supplements, vitamins, minerals, things like that, will come into play. Okay, these are not things that you need to load up on and buy a bunch of. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, these are things that you take periodically if you're having a cheat meal. It's like your emergency first aid kit for a cheat meal. So let's break it down. First, please do hit the red subscribe button. We've got daily videos teaching you all about metabolic health and helping you be the best version of yourself inside and out. So make sure you hit the red button and then hit the bell icon to turn on notifications. Then after this video, make sure you check out Thrive Market. They're down below in the description. They're an online membership-based grocery store and they have some really cool things. It's where I get all my keto goods, all my intermittent fasting groceries, things like that. They just get delivered right to my doorstep, open the box, super easy, pantry's full, don't have to go to the grocery store. So highly recommend you check them out. Plus I have specific bundles and boxes in there that are keto specific, fasting specific, thyroid specific, so that you can get the things that I would get at the grocery store. So check them out down below in the description. All right, so we're gonna outline these three supplements. Keep them in your car, keep them in your pantry, whatever. And remember, this is for information purposes only. I'm not a doctor, I'm some guy on the internet, and I just happen to lose some weight and eh, know a bit of biochemistry. First one is actually one of my favorite little hacks, chromium. Chromium is a cool mineral. What it does is it increases the availability of what is called GLUT4, a specific transporter. So it allows insulin to bind to a cell better. What's interesting is when you have a cheat meal, suddenly it's this massive contrast of what you've normally been eating. You've been eating super clean and all of a sudden you have some dirty food. Well, your body's gonna respond in a weird way. It doesn't know how to process all that sugar. It doesn't know how to process all those carbs and starches and different fats and oils, right? So if we can improve the cell's ability to take up the glucose, we have less glucose floating through the bloodstream, potentially getting stored as fat and causing metabolic damage. We want that glucose to get taken up. So chromium brings the little transporter from the center of the cell to the surface of the cell to grab like a net, the glucose. But it doesn't just activate the existing transporters. It actually increases the number of transporters. So this means independent of insulin activity, these GLUT4 transporters go to the surface and they grab a lot of that glucose, meaning it's getting put to use, not just floating through nowhere land. There's a study that was published in the journal, the American College of Nutrition. Took a look at 13 people, okay, and it had them consume 75 grams of carbohydrates. And they gave them 400 micrograms of chromium, so not even all that much. And they found there was about a 36% reduction in plasma glucose made a pretty big impact. You might be thinking 36%, that's not that much, but that's over a third less impact from a cheat meal, at least as far as the carbohydrates are concerned, just by utilizing some chromium at a relatively low amount. Now, here's the interesting thing. A lot of people will make the argument, and some science does too, that chromium is only effective in people that have poor diets. If people have a good balanced diet, chromium's not helping them out much. Well, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? If you're eating clean, hopefully your body is taking those nutrients up well anyway. The whole purpose of having chromium is having it in the anomaly event when you go and you have a cheat meal. Okay, then your body is not accustomed to utilizing the surplus of energy that's coming in and it needs a little help. 
So yeah, it isn't designed for someone that's eating clean, but it is very effective for someone that is eating clean and then every once in a while does not because it's a big shock to the body. I usually recommend, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm just some dude on the internet, like one to 2,000 micrograms of chromium along with a meal. Now let's move into another one. This is one that I used to take all the time whenever I was feeling like I was overdoing it on the carbs. And then I got away from it for a while and then this research just brought it front of mind again. Astaxanthin or astaxanthin alongside with krill oil because krill oil has astaxanthin in it. Astaxanthin is what gives salmon that pink pigment. Okay, so you can take pure astaxanthin as just a pure antioxidant or you can take krill oil which has astaxanthin in it. Let me explain what's happening here. Astaxanthin also works upon that GLUT4 activation. Okay, it helps bring the GLUT4 to the edge of the cell, but it does this via a specific gene pathway. Okay, it's called PGC1A. It just so happens that PGC1A not only activates GLUT4 to the surface of a cell, but it also has indirect effects on fatty acid utilization. So you kind of get a double whammy. You get the effect of utilizing the carbohydrates better, and then you get a long tail effect of potentially utilizing more fat for fuel later on down the line. Kind of a double whammy. Well, a thing that people don't think about with cheat meals is this. Sure, there's a caloric metabolic effect, but what about just the overall kind of toxic load of so much food? Every time we eat, we have free radicals coming into our system. Okay, we can't avoid that. But when we eat a bunch of calories or a bunch of junk, we have a bunch of free radical damage that's occurring. All of a sudden, our body's getting bombarded with oxidative stress. And it's up to our body's natural antioxidants to combat that. Well, sometimes we need a little help. Not all the time. We don't want to become dependent on it but we do want a little help when we have a cheat meal. Turns out that astaxanthin is one of the most powerful antioxidants out there, 6,000 times more powerful than vitamin C. So taking that with a cheat meal, yes, you get the GLUT4 transporter uh, translocation effect, but then you also get this amazing effect of it helping neutralize some of these free radicals in your body. It's not a miracle worker, but it sure does help. That's why you take it with your cheat meals, not every single day. But on that note, there was a cool study that was published in the Asia Pacific Clinical Nutrition Journal that did look at it daily over the long term. There's some good benefits long term with astaxanthin. Eight milligrams per day taken for eight weeks had a big impact on increasing what's called adenopectin, which is inversely related with fat. So when adenopectin goes up, it means you're burning fat. Also had a decrease in visceral fat, decrease in LDL, and decrease in triglycerides. Okay, so we get a cool metabolic effect too. So Take it or leave it. You can take it all the time. You can take it with a cheat meal. I would generally recommend eight to 16 milligrams along with a cheat meal, either right before or right after. Jumping into krill oil for just a second though. Krill oil has the added effect. You get the astaxanthin, but then you also get a high potency omega-3. Okay, and omega-3s have been shown to improve insulin sensitivity via the nuclear factor kappa B pathway. So it helps modulate that nuclear factor kappa B pathway. Basically what that means, helps your body become a little bit more sensitive to the carbohydrates and utilize them better. Okay, another thing to consider, when you're eating a cheat meal, you're more than likely consuming a bunch of vegetable oils, a bunch of low quality oils. No way to counteract that than with the omega-3s that help combat omega-6s. If you're new to this channel, you might not hear me talk about it all the time, but omega-6s are very inflammatory. And the way to combat them is to rebalance with more omega-3s. We always want omega-3s to be more powerful than omega-6s in our dietary patterns. And now a big one, is cinnamon. I'll actually have a little bit of cinnamon. All right, cinnamon is your friend. Cinnamon contains something called methyl hydroxychalcone polymer, okay, MHCP. This chalcone polymer mimics insulin in the body. 
What that means is without insulin, without even your pancreas producing insulin, your cells can utilize glucose simply by having this methyl hydroxychalcone polymer that comes from simple cinnamon. So you take some cinnamon with a meal and you're good to go. But it doesn't just affect blood glucose. It turns out, according to another study, that when you take cinnamon, as in this particular study, uh, subjects consumed like 300 grams of a sweet rice pudding and then had just six grams of cinnamon along with it. Turns out the cinnamon delayed gastric emptying quite a bit, meaning it slowed down the physical digestion of the food. So not only does it help the cells utilize the glucose better, it slows down the digestion in a way where it drips the carbohydrates out a little bit slower. So it's not this big surge of glucose ultimately leading to glucose intolerance. And a really cool thing that it does as a side effect is activates NRF2 pathway, which is a specific uh, expressed gene pathway that allows the innate antioxidant capabilities of our body to rev up. So what that means, our body has the ability to have its own antioxidant processes like glutathione and things like that. We want our body to rev up its own ability to neutralize free radicals. We don't want to be dependent on exogenous things like that. We don't want to be dependent on vitamin C. We don't want to be dependent on astaxanthin. We want to help upregulate our body's natural antioxidant processes. So chromium, one to 3,000 micrograms, astaxanthin, eight to 16 milligrams, and cinnamon, six to eight grams in a capsule form. Or if you want to just take the powder and do the cinnamon challenge, you can do that too. As always, keep it locked in here on my channel. See you tomorrow.